Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a, another episode of the Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Welcome to tonight's show. We have a phenomenal show planned for this evening. We are going to have some fun tonight. I was thinking about this earlier today. First of all, I was thinking about what we should do on the show tonight. And then I started to think about what we've talked about the last couple shows. We've talked about Rockets legends. We've talked about the, you know, Yao Ming, is he a legend? Is he not a legend? We've talked about Tracy McGrady. We've talked about James Harden. I would like to hear from, I'm going to give my thoughts. I'm going to invite anybody who would like to join the show tonight. It's very, very simple. You hit that request to speak button. I bring you up on stage. And I want to hear tonight from all of our incredible listeners, who is your starting five for the Houston Rockets all time? Now, I'm not necessarily asking for the five best Rockets of all time, because as my very talented co-host, Jeremy Brenner, has pointed out, he's a fan of what we call positionless basketball. But here's the thing. I want you guys to think about all time. If the Rockets competed in a round robin tournament and they could have a starting five, and I'm looking for point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and a center. Now, I'll give you an example. If you want to put Ralph Sampson up front with Hakeem Olajuwon, that's acceptable. But if you try and sell me on like some weird small ball five, like putting Tracy McGrady at the four or James Harden at the four, that's not going to fly on tonight's episode. I want to hear legitimate starting fives. If the Rockets were going to go up against the other starting fives of the NBA, right? When you think about the Boston Celtics, you'd be going up against the likes of a Robert Parrish, a Kevin Johnson, Larry Bird, you know, those types of lineups. Perhaps you put Kevin Garnett at the power forward position there. You know, but that's what I'm looking for. If you're going up against the Bulls, you're talking about going up against Dennis Rodman at the four, Jordan at the two. Please, dear God, do not put Steve Kerr at the point guard position or I'm going to vomit on the show while we're doing it. That's what that's what we're looking for, is who makes your starting Five for the Houston Rockets. So if you want to give me your take, I will start it off. Um, and Sean says the wings are honestly the hardest position. I 100% agree. Now, I will point out when I, I'm going to go one through five so you guys can get a taste of where I'm coming from with my list. Um, talking to my good buddy Ryan Davis earlier today, shout out to you, Ryan Davis. He put Chris Paul at the point guard position. Now, I'm not going to put Chris Paul at the point guard position because 
I'm going to go James Harden at the one. Because, now, is he a more natural shooting guard? I, I would not say he's a more natural shooting guard, as we welcome my father, the legend from Sugarland, Texas, onto the show to share the stage. Pops, what's going down? MB, what's going on? I see some familiar faces on here. Welcome, everybody. Hey, good call by you. Um, okay, so I'm going to give my list, and then I want you to give your list. Is that fair? Okay, that's fair. Okay, I'm going to go James Harden at the one. Enough said. Second best rocket of all time. He changed positions once he came from Oklahoma City in D'Antoni's system. He became a point guard. So I'm going to go James Harden at the one. Oh. See, here's the, here's the crazy part, man, because I think this changes. I'm not necessarily asking. It's, this is why it's intriguing, right, to me, because I'm not asking for the five best Rockets. I'm asking if they're going to go up against the other top five starting lineups against other teams. So if I go Harden at the one, I'm going to go Drexler at the two because his length, were you were you for that pick or against that pick? Okay, uh, Clyde Drexler finish. at Go the two. Uh, his length, uh, without question, uh, three plus years in Houston, averaged nineteen point three points a game, six and a half rebounds, five and a half assists. Ah, uh, man, at the three. Oh, this one's gonna be really tough. I'm gonna go Vernon Maxwell at the three. Uh, I think Vernon would give defensively teams just absolute fits. Uh, long standing, known as one of the guys that could handle Jordan uh, about as well as anybody else. So I go Harden, Drexler, Maxwell. Um, I'm going to go Moses Malone. Yeah. Oh, man, this one's tough. I'll go Moses at the four and Dream at the five. Yeah, that's what I'm settling on. That's my five. Interchangeably, though, like even when I just wow. said that, I could, I could either Moses or Ralph Sampson at the four, I think I'd be okay with. You could have Elvin Hayes. Elvin Hayes. Too. Like either one of those three guys. And I think it's all about matchups for me. Like if they're playing. Like, if they're playing Chicago, you know, I would like, I'd probably go Samson over Malone to bang with Rodman. I don't think anybody in Chicago could play with the likes of that front court. But those are my five, and I'm sticking to it Harden, Drexler, uh, Vernon, Moses, and Dream. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Okay, so what are yours? I would go with Harden at the one, Vernon at the two. I'd go with Ooh. Malone at the five. I'd go with Dream at the four. And um, if you're talking about matchups and not the greatest of all times, but the greatest in certain situations, um, you know, if I can't play El- Elvin Hayes or Murphy at the three, then I'm playing Robert Ory. Ooh, 
That's going to cause controversy. Yeah, I, yeah, I see. Yeah, well, this is tough, man. Like, this is why it all depends because, okay, I will tell you this. I think if my team played your team, I think we would win. You don't have one guy on there. Like, who would you put on, on Drexler? Yeah. I mean, who are you going to put on Harden? Vernon. No, it's not a fair question. It's too similar. It's too similar. Okay, let me ask you this. If every team put out their starting or their best five of all time, anybody in any team in the league, who wins? Uh, And where would the Rockets land in that list? The Lakers. So what would the Lakers starting five be? You've obviously put what? Magic at the one. You got Magic at the one. Jabbar at the five. You've got Worthy at. The, you could have Worthy at the four. Uh, you could have Elgin. You could have Worthy at the three. You could have Elgin Baylor at the four. You could have Kareem at the five. You could have Chamberlain at the five. You could have Jerry West at the two. Yeah, you're putting Kobe over Jerry West, though. You gotta put. You gotta okay. put Kobe at the okay. three or Kobe at the two. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, you forget about Wilt. Ooh, Sean says Drexler at the three, Harden at the two, and Murphy at the one. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so let me ask you this. So if you think the Lakers are the greatest of all time, which I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you, where would the Rockets stack up with their best five? Uh, let's see. You got the Lakers. You're going to have the Celtics, obviously. Um, you know, you can't discount the, this, you know, the Warriors team. Um, I think- not only the, not only the Warriors team, but the Warriors just overall, I think, I think they would be in the top five. They got so much talent. I think the Rockets are top 10. Hmm. Okay. That's it. That's interesting. That's an interesting one. I'll tell you, I'll tell you sneakily who I think would have a really fun all time five team would be the Seattle Supersonics. Like, slash the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, can you imagine a starting five that would have Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Kevin Durant? Ooh. Who else would be on that team? Well, I mean, you know, before everybody on this thing but me were born, I mean, they had Gus Williams and Dennis Johnson in the backcourt. Yeah, that's true. On their first championship. So, I mean, you know... and you had Sean, you know, you didn't have Sean Kemp back then, but that that t- they had a good team. I had a really good team. I don't know if Westbrook would make that starting five, but man, that would be fun. You talk about Jack Sigma. Don't forget about Jack Sigma. Jack Sigma had a big year in 81, 82. Uh, you can put Kemp, Durant, Westbrook, Peyton. Ooh. Detlef Shrimp. Don't forget about my boy Detlef. Yeah, the, he yeah, yeah De- Shrimp was good. Um, so you got Seattle. I mean, there's teams where if you look at their all-time, you know, great play. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there. Um, I, like I said, Rockets top ten. Knicks. I think the Knicks and the Sixers are two teams that we'd have to take a closer look at. You know, with some of the the all-time teams. You know, Dolph Shays with the Knicks. You're talking about Julius Irving. 
in, in Philadelphia. You imagine, I mean, you had Dr. J, you had Charles Barkley. It is interesting to note, though, like a lot of teams that we're talking about now, like, you know, you have Kevin Durant, who you have to arguably put in the starting five of any team that he's played for, you know. So what would him in, in Golden State be versus him as an Oklahoma City Thunder? You know, I think that's I think that's pretty cool to, to think about. Well, if you want to look at overall, you got um, Durant, you got Curry, you got Clay Thompson. You'd have to put Draymond Green in that list. And I'm putting Rick Barry in there too. I mean, that's probably the five is what we just said. You know, and, and, and bringing it back, you know, closer to the Rockets, it, it, it was cool to think about doing some research on this today. And uh, the legend himself, Paul Emke, said Chris Mullen. Forget about Chris. That's yeah. another one. That's another Chris Mullen. Absolutely. Well, Good job. Well, we know you like Chris Mullen because he's a white basketball player. I mean, it's fine. So yeah, that's Rick fair. Barry. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking about greatest Caucasian basketball player to ever play for the Rockets. Rudy? Rudy Tomjanovich? Yeah. Rudy? Yeah, that's probably. Probably followed by Mike Newland. Uh, how far does Boston Nakbar come in on that list? Way, way far. He comes. He probably comes in under Decker, under Ryan Bowen. Um, <laughs> no, what about uh, what about uh, oh god, my guy. I always forget. Oh, Mike Miller was a Houston Rocket, wasn't he? Yeah. Paul just came up with Chase Buttinger. Yeah. Oh god, he was awful. Uh, oh, see Sean coming up. Sean coming up clutch. Uh, Tim Hardaway and uh, and Mitch Richmond on those on those Warriors teams. Run DMC, run DMC. That's right. Well, and the thing is, it would almost be more fun. If, I mean, the starting five for these teams would be a lot of fun to break down, but also like the bench for these teams too. That you would want to, you know, see what you would have. That would be a really cool experiment. Not experiments. Experiments not the right word to put together. But if you came up with every team's starting their best starting five to compete in a tournament, and then you have five bench guys behind it, and then you have like a round robin tournament, and we put that together as like a big like podcast like breakdown. I'm just thinking about that now. I would listen to that so hard, it's not even funny. I mean, how would you like to be the Lakers bring in Chamberlain, Shaquille O'Neal, Elgin Baylor, oh. off bench. Um, Rick Fox. Well, please, Rick Fox. Uh, you know, they had, um, if you're going to start Kobe, then you bring Jerry West or Gail Goodrich. I mean, that, that, that team was just ridiculously talented. Yeah, that's, that's inspiring. I think I'm going to put that together. So be on the lookout for that on a future show of the Dream Tech Podcast. Fox, it's been uh, it's been a minute since we've had you on the show. You're, uh, are you on the Rockets are going to make the biggest jump in NBA history bandwagon and go to the NBA Finals this year, or do you feel like this is not the year to do that for them? So what? I only get either winning it all or sucking again. There's nothing in between. Well, no, you're allowed to have it in between. I just didn't know if you were a part of the camp that truly believed that the Rockets were going to make an NBA Finals run this year. That's all. Uh, no, but I am part of the camp that thinks the Terry East, Tari Eason, 
is probably going to be the steal of the draft. And I'm, I'm not thoroughly convinced that we are not going to be a part of either the, a, if there is either a Durant or a Donovan Mitchell move. I just think we've got a lot of draft picks that these teams are dying for. And I could see us stumbling on a, like a Julius, a Julius Randall type of thing. That's what I'm hoping for. Julius Randall ha- makes way too much money and had a down year last year, and he doesn't solve this team's problem. Uh, but Paul Emke points out 40 wins would be like a championship for this team. So if they win 40 games, are you going to expect Lids.com to carry championship memorabilia, Dad, or no? I'm going to expect a parade. Are you going to lead the parade? I will. But I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm getting sick and I'm, I am tired of hearing this BS that, oh, my God, look at all the money next year we're going to have, next year we're going to have. next. I don't care. First of all, I don't care how much money you have. If you look at the list of free agents, is it is it, oh, my God, the greatest list ever? Do those, you know, I would rather let's keep the rebuild going. If we got a chance to stumble like we did on a James Harden 10 years ago, I'm in. Donovan Mitchell could be that guy for me. I think that they're a dark horse team to go after a guy like Mitchell. The Rockets? Yeah. Don't forget, wow. don't forget about Rockets legend Scott Paget. Well, you got to put Bob Sura and uh, John Barry in there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Paul says we have the all-time worst white guys. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, no, man, like, and the thing is, Je- yeah, Je- uh, Jeremy hates Julius Randle. I don't love Julius Randle just because they have enough guys to play that position now. But last year, he had 20 points and eight rebounds a game. I would take 20 points and eight rebounds from one of my front court guys in about five seconds. Wait a minute. How many guys – wait a minute – so how many all-star fours do we have right now? Well, no, but I'm just saying the like you drafted Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith is going to be your starting four. Or no, five. He's not a five. What is what, what is with everybody who's trying to miscast guys in wrong roles? Well, he's not he's not a five, and neither is Tari Eason, and neither is Usman Garuba, and neither is Alperen Shengun. So there's four fours right there. No, Tari Eason is your starting three. Yeah, not not from day one. Paul says Shangun is the five. He's not a five. I, I are you with me on that or against me on that? I think he's Paul Gasol light. That's not um, that's not a five unless you're playing with Kobe. Well, he was a five, and I think Shangun is. See, you're going to laugh at me, but I, I would rather have a veteran. Big guy in the middle to start the game off because these this young team, it's like a layup drill. I mean, Sangoon is a layup drill. My nephew Paul would would average 40 on Sangoon right now. You know, he Paul's right, he's slow. He is his hands, he, he's not a good rebounder. I'd rather start off with with Willie Cauley Stein and start the firepower at the other four slots and get out there and run. Well, you're not you're not wrong, and we're gonna we're gonna move on to Adam here in just a minute, pops. But I, I do want 
I do want to put this out there that he had five and a half rebounds a game last year and 9.6 points in 21 minutes a game. And for, no, not Paul Paul? Emke. I mean, Paul Emke couldn't sniff those types of numbers in today's NBA. You should have seen him in high school, boy. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, (laughs) if you say so. Uh, No, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there that I know people are scoffing at the idea of, he says that's disrespectful. The, I'm just throwing it out there that if the Rockets truly believed that they were set at the five, why even bring in a guy like Willie Collistein? You know, like that's my point is that I actually really like that move for them. I thought they should. He is awful. He's terrible. Like he's good for like four and a half minutes a game. Okay. Is he on the opening night roster? Who? Boban. I God, I hope not. No, because you can only dress 12. You only can dress 12. And you look at, you know, KPJ, Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, Shangoon, Jabari Smith. That's five. Josh Christopher, six. KJ is seven. Garuba is eight. Ty Ty Washington is nine. Easton is 10. Easton is 10. Easton is 10. The white guy who plays no defense and hits a lucky Garrison Garrison Matthews is 11. You still have David Nawaba on this team. You have, I mean, you have, I feel like I'm missing like three or four guys even off of that list. Uh, am I missing anybody? Uh, oh, Eric Gordon is 13. For some reason, he's still on the roster. I'd like to hear what Adam and Paul thinks and your other listeners, but I, I, I'm not a Garuba. I'm not a Garuba fan at all. I'm not a Deshaun Nix fan at all. Yeah, he, st- uh, he stinks. I think that there's some veteran pieces out there that can help us right now. I agree, Pops. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks for having me. Let's keep the good times rolling. Bring up the long lost cousin of the show. He may as well be family at this point. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Always. Tonight. What's going yeah. on? Quick point that, that your your dad made. Um, so I, I've been watching a lot of the kind of uh, Euro basket basketball stuff uh, with Shingun in it, and a lot of people have been really high on it. Something a little a little worrisome. Shingun looks like he's put on. He's become more bulkier, and for some players in their second year, I'd be like, you know, that that's fine. But for Shingun, he needs to be as lean as possible. Like every pound counts in terms of his ability to recover on defense. Where he, you know, and and just and he just, you know, especially his lower body, just I, I think I'm hoping I'm hoping against hope that he's not worse on defense this year because uh, well, he can't be any he can't be any worse, dude. But I mean, he, was, he was bad last year. Would you agree with that sentiment he, or no? He, he was bad. He improved in the second half. I think he was better at like recovering. Obviously, he doesn't have the athleticism to go up and block some of these shots. He needs as much you know, as much uh, quickness, lateral quickness as possible. And that just means he needs to, he needs to be as, as kind of lean as possible. And he just looked a little bulky, bulky, bulky to me, but to get back on point here, um, my top five with a couple of caveats, I, I can't, I can't think about the MB. Yeah. I, I have to think about this in the perspective of the modern NBA winning in the modern NBA and 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 also just kind of being able to, uh, you know, to be to be able to compete. So my 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 starting five is Harden at the one, 
our test at the two. Oh, the, the second thing I wanted to mention is for me, it has to be a player that, you know, it's like with Drexler, I wouldn't put Drexler on the team because when he was on the Rockets, he wasn't a top. To me, he was borderline top 10 shooting guard. You know, he, like he wasn't the Portland Trailblazers. That was the end of his career. So I can't really put him on the team. To me, it's about kind of were they good when they were with the Rockets? So our test at the two, McGrady at the three. Ori, oh, Ori, Ori, Elijah one at the five. I, I want on, a team man. that's great on defense that can, that can create, you know, McGrady can create Ori. It was able to kind of pump fake, get in the lane and, and be able to kind of pass off in the lane. The, this is, well, but here's, here's the thing though, because I, I want to make sure we're, we're on the same page. I'm not at, I'm talking about if you're going up against, give me the best five players to play for the Rockets playing in an all-time tournament against the other best five from other teams. So do, does your, do you want to change your answer or I, no? I don't. Cause I just think on defense, okay. you're going to be able to compete our test at, you know, when, you know, when, when he was with the Rockets, he was great moving laterally. He was six, six, seven. He was physical. You could move him to the to the to the power forward at times. McGrady, for all his injuries and everything else, at his best, he was elite at you know at on offense, and he was a pretty good defender. You know when when he really put his mind to it. Harden, you know, was you know arguably the best player in the world for two to three straight seasons. Um, Elijah, you know, like you can put, you know, like, like you, you said, putting Moses and Elijah on, I think, you know, some of these skill sets, they overlap with one another and playing in the modern kind of position, positionless NBA, the modern NBA, I, I think Elijah does a lot of the things that, you know, Moses Elvin da, did, but better. And I, I, I think, you know, and I think we got enough shooting to really, to, to compete. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. That team, that team is getting demolished in a top five, and it's in a series against other teams. Yeah, I I like our test. I you know me. I hate McGrady. I'm not a McGrady guy. Uh, defensively, he's such a liability. And you put who at the four? You put Ori at the four. Ori at the four. Yeah, I mean, I I like the I like the length though. I like the length in your lineup. I just yeah. I don't know. I want to get back to what you were saying about Shingun, though, because I think you bring up a really good point. And we haven't touched on the Euro talk. Yeah, the, we have, we're not talking about the – I don't like to talk it. about sure. that tournament, one, because I like the guys playing in that. But the, the level of competition that he's seeing there versus what he's going to see in the NBA is so astronomically different that if he looks good there, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But I think you bring up a good point, Adam, that – he, they're trying to bulk him up, and I've seen the recent pictures. He has looks like he's put on some good weight, I feel like, because he's your starting five. So are you saying that you think he's better off being leaner going up against the bigs that he's going to have to go up against? Because I think, it, I think it's the opposite. I think he needs to put on that weight if they're going to pigeonhole him Absolutely. into being the starting five, which I've said before, I'll say it again, he's not a five. He's not a center in today's NBA, but they're forcing him into that role. So if they're going to force him into that role, then he better put on some weight and become 
bulkier and better suited physically to go up against the bigs that he went up against last year. That's why he looks the way that he looks. For me, like the, one of the things that I really took away from the footage, you know, watching on YouTube, he just had very little lift. He ne- he hasn't had, he's never had great lift, but he got up, a, you know, a little bit last year when he looked leaner. And even though he would beat some of these players, and obviously they're not NBA quality players, all of them, but you know, he'd do a spin move, he'd get two two steps on a player, and he still wasn't able. You know, he still was just like basically settling to get fouled. And I just didn't like it, it. It it didn't leave a good taste in my mouth from for what I could anticipate against better competition because he needs to be able to finish and he needs he needs the as much lift as possible. He and on defense he needs to be as sure. laterally gifted as he possibly can be with his limitations. And also, other than Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, and and a few other players. He's not, he's not going to, you know, we're not competing for a championship over the next two years, but you know, so the most of the NBA, he's going to, he's going to, you know, most of the NBA players he's going to go against, they're not going to be punishing him down low like that. You know, he's not. Gonna get- I think there, I think there's more guys than you're giving credit to though. Yeah, and- like he goes up, he goes up against Miami. He's going to have to cover Bam out of bio. You're going up. He's, he's a finesse player. You know, like he's, he's, he's overrated in my mind. He's, no, he's, you're t- are you kidding? You wouldn't take Bam out of bio as your starting five on this team. I would, but you see, you see what he looks like, you know, when he goes against Embiid or some of these other players, he's, he's a, he's a finesse player. He's not a power player. He's a, he relies on somebody to create for him, you know? Okay. But let me ask you, okay. So you play Cleveland. Who's he going to cover? You're going to put him on Jared Allen. You're going to put him on Mobley. Cause both of those guys are going to eat his lunch like they did last year. Yeah, especially Allen. I think Allen is kind of the engine that 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 gets that team going when he went down. That you know they they sunk from yeah. a four to a kind of a play team. But okay. I yeah, I, you know DeAndre it's, Ayton, it's not, it's not Jonas Valanciunas, Stephen Adams, yeah. all these guys are going to dominate him. He's going to get dominated regardless. That's why you need to. That's why he needs to be as as optimal on offense as possible to be able to counteract that, you know, that plus minus overall, you know, for his minutes. And so we know that he's not a perfect player. We know that he's a flawed player and you just have to, you know, there's some of these players, you just have to, you have to live with, with their limitations and maximize them, put them in the best possible position. And that's, that's where the coaching staff comes in. You know, that's where, you know, you know, getting, you know, putting in a defensive game plan that's going to maximize some of the, you know, the other players to be able to, to recover and make up for some of the limitations for Shingun. Jabari Smith able to kind of, you know, be a, be a, be a, a, a great weak side defender, hopefully, you know, Tari Eason being able to, to recover and be able to provide some help. But these are the things that the, yeah, it's, I mean, Shingun can only do so much on defense and it's just, it's about the game plan and, and the, the complimentary. But you're making my point, though. You know you're making my point, right? Literally the point I've made for the, ever since we drafted him is that he, he's yeah. not a five. But he's, he's the best option that they have in terms of, you know, overall offense and defense. So shame. Um, okay, but that's that's, – that's, that's, that's also why, you know, when, you know, when, when, you know, this competition is a good thing because next year – you may get Wen Binyama. You may get another player that would be able to kind of take over that spot. Shingun, it, for me, you know, he's he's the best possible option, but he's not he's not a long term solution. 
for the Rockets. And uh, yeah. I've never well, but the, that. Yeah. yeah, but the problem is, and Sean says of those centers, their teams are only feeding Embiid and Jokic. That's not the problem. Anybody who's watched Rockets basketball the last two years has seen how many times they get destroyed on the boards, number one. Number two, how many easy buckets does this team give up in the lane? Putbacks. I mean, go look at second chance points the last two years. And Adam has hit the nail exactly on the head that he is their best option. That's a problem because they did not address it well enough, A, in the draft, B, in free agency. They didn't go get a guy that they can literally just stick in the middle to put his hands up. Adam, did you ever see the movie Rebound with Martin Lawrence? They need that big, tall, goofy kid. That's what the, that's honestly what this team needs. The goggles? Uh, not the goggles. The big tall oh, the, kid who yeah, played yeah. in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in, yeah, the, in, yeah. in band, right? I'm just saying, like, that's what they need is a guy to just stick his hands up and defend the rim. Willie Cauley Stein, that's what he does. You know? Shingun is the Rockets' starter home. You know, they don't want to live in this home for the rest of their lives, you know, but you know what? Maybe they graduate, they make a little bit more money, they're more successful, they're able to upgrade, you know, and maybe you're able to fit Shingun into a better position where he's coming off the bench as the sixth or seventh player, you know, and he's able to be an instant offense guy and and be a little bit, you know, more effective going against second units. You know, that's kind of what it is. These aren't perfect pieces, but they're 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 what they are for the time being and the competition you will see who sinks and who swims and and i think some players are gonna are gonna are gonna kind of feel the pressure of that and and uh and sink uh hopefully hopefully you know some of these players kind of prove you know are a little bit better i hope kj martin shows a little bit more metal and starts to stop complains a little less and actually starts competing in some against some of these guys and hopefully tries to embarrass Jabari Smith out there, you know, when they're going on, going up against the training camp. And stuff. Sure. You know, that's what it's. And, and the good point before we wrap the show up and Sean says he's still 19 going on 20. Totally agree with that. I think that's a great point. You know, the fact that he's only going into his second year again, valid point, but what you touched on that I have such a problem with rockets fans in this mentality, not you, Adam, it, but what did you say? You said they may get Victor when right? Okay, you can't run your organization based on we could, we might, we should, you know, like those types of things. Like, if you're going to get Victor Wenbanyama, you have to be a bottom two teams this year. If you're anything worse than that, your odds decrease so significantly at getting that top pick. And the thing... And, and the thing is, the amount of talent that is on this team, you should not be a bottom two team this year. And if you are a bottom two team this year, you're going to alienate even more so your fan base than you already have. That's a major problem. You know? Yes. So you'll, you'll alienate a lot of fans. You'll alienate a good portion of fans. They're going to be a, a, a cross-section of Rockets fans that just will be okay with the Rockets are entertaining. If, they, if they're entertaining and watchable, which they weren't last year, people will be a little, be a little bit more um, forgiving about a 20 to 25, you know, win season. And the, the, the truth about, you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, they were so bad last year because of their, you know, front court players, you know, because of Wood, you know, because of, of, of Shingun. And you know what? 
if, if Shingun's getting 30 minutes a game and he's the answer, they're probably going to be a top, a bottom four team again. You know, like it, it, it all depends unless there's somebody that comes out of the woodwork, whether it's, uh, you know, like, and, and I'm like, like Willie Colley Stein, he is basically a low, you know, risk option. He's, he's getting paid the minimum. You got Boban is probably going to stay on the, on the team, but none of these are long-term options. If, you know, if there's a way, which there may be a way where basically nobody wants Miles Turner. If there's a way to get a Miles Turner for a reasonable price, then you know maybe that's that's a long that's a mid you know near term option for the next three or four years. See how that works out. You know that that's an that's an option. But you know like I don't know I don't know if if I would have felt that like uh, the the player from North Carolina that that Charlotte got you know the seven foot two center if he would have been a better option for the Rockets you know because. Yeah. He's terrible on offense, you know. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know where you're going. I mean, Miles Turner. I mean, he's 26. He averaged 13 and seven last year. Like, that's not a guy that I would target at this point. I would much prefer a guy like a Rashawn Holmes from Sacramento. I think he fits what this team is wanting to do. Um, but I get what you're saying. You know, I, I get where people are coming from. But I got, I, I will be honest with you, Adam. If this is another bottom two, uh type of year for the Rockets, which means that they're probably going to lose north of 60 games. I'll be honest with everybody listening to this show. It's going to be hard for me to do another year of that and continue to believe in and trust the front office of this Rockets organization. This year goes as Shingun and and KPJ takes them. Like they're the two they're the two X factors this year. I I I I know I have a I have a fair expectation of what Jalen Green's going to provide. Jabari Smith, I I have a you know I have confidence he's going to fix his shot, um, you know, with the Rockets over this offseason. We're going to see that Tari Eason. We know you know what he's going to be for the most part. It's really about KPJ and and Shingun. Um, like I, if you look at uh you know the um, Hoops Hype has done kind of these rankings of the players. You know what they anticipate for this upcoming season. I think only two players on the Rockets got kind of got ranked in the top 25. Jalen Green was 15 amongst shooting guards and Jabari Smith was 22 amongst power forwards, which is a less deep you know, position. Um, but like if, if they did that ranking for point guards, KPJ wouldn't be in the top. He'd, he'd be lucky to get top fit, top 40, you know, like that's, that's how bad people feel KPJ. Is. So he has a lot to prove, you know, you know, you know, he can average 17, six and five, like he did last year. But like, those are, those are empty numbers to me. Like I need to see, I need to see him improving the team. Oh, for sure. For sure. Adam, thanks for joining the show as always, my brother. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You got it, bro. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. Thank you all so much for joining the show this evening. Everybody from Paul to LB to Sean. Uh, to Truong, to Adam, to, to Mom, everybody who joined the show tonight, thank you all so much for taking time out of your Monday to join us here at The Dream Take. It is very, very appreciated. Once again, my name is Mike Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at Podcast underscore MB. That will be changing this week, so we will make sure on Thursday's show to give you all the new Twitter handle that you can find me at. Uh, some pretty exciting news there coming down the pipeline. You can follow my very talented co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. 
Follow the Dream Take on Twitter at the Dream Take. The mothership of the Dream Take is uh, the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. You can follow us on Facebook uh, by searching the Dream Shake and giving us a like there as well. We will be back live on Thursday here on Spotify Live. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.